0: Hello podcast listeners, Father Larry Rice here. Uh, Just to let you know, because the University Catholic Center is only live streaming one mass on a Sunday, uh, I'm actually recording this homily from my desktop. So I hope you enjoy. Here are my thoughts for the readings for the fourth Sunday of Lent. Where does sickness and misfortune come from? It's an old question and one that people have struggled with since the dawn of time. People used to believe that sickness came from evil spirits or witchcraft. For many centuries, evil was regarded as a punishment from God. Those who love God and keep His commandments are protected by God and everyone else gets punished. And that seemed to make a lot of sense for a lot of time. There were two big problems, though. The first was the problem of sickness and misfortune that came on the obviously innocent. If God is busy doling out punishment and rewards in this life, then why are there times when evil goes unpunished, and why do bad things happen to good people? If God's judgment is already on us, then God needs to be a little more consistent. For example, how could you explain a child born blind? there was a time when such a tragedy was explained with the rationalization that God was punishing the child's parents which brings us to the second big problem if God is good and loving why would God be so vindictive and punishing in today's gospel Jesus is confronted with this very question whose sin caused this disability The reply that Jesus makes reveals that his disciples aren't asking the right question. The man's blindness isn't the result of anyone's sin. He isn't being punished. Instead, his blindness will form an opportunity for God's work to be revealed in him. Admittedly, this doesn't answer the question of why there is pain and suffering in the world, but it does indicate that as far as Jesus is concerned, suffering isn't meaningless and it isn't punishment from God. This seems like a sensible attitude towards suffering considering what he himself is about to experience. In any case, the critical question about suffering isn't why, it's what next. Given the reality of suffering, what are we going to do about it? Suffering is part of our human condition, whether that suffering is from a broken arm or a broken heart. No one is spared some pain in life. The critical question is, can we find in bad situations and personal pain a chance to reveal God's love and compassion? In the gospel, it is the man's healing that reveals that Jesus is the long-awaited Messiah. But his healing also reveals the real evil of the authorities who would use him to trap Jesus. Obviously, much of the suffering in the world is caused by people like these who pass unjust judgments, divide families with fear, and persecute the innocent. This sort of evil is easy to see and easy to explain. But this evil isn't strong enough to frustrate God's plan to make the Savior known. In 2000 years, the world has changed, but people haven't changed very much there are still people looking for opportunities to abuse their authority. We seem ready for a witch hunt of one sort or another at just about any time. All too often when confronted by an uncomfortable reality that doesn't fit our ideological narrative, like Jesus' unauthorized healing, we can be tempted to retreat into alternative facts, blaming and political distraction. And of course, there are still people who believe that suffering and disease come as punishment from God. But we don't believe that. And that's why we must be ready whenever the opportunity arises to reveal to the world who our God is, how compassionate, how loving, how just, and how forgiving. St. Paul writes that light produces every kind of goodness and truth. That is why we must show to the world that we are children of the light. We have to be ready through our actions, in our words, and even in our suffering to give God glory and reveal to the world that God is at work in us. During this time of global pandemic, there are voices in the world and online that are using this illness and the upcoming economic collapse as an opportunity to cast blame, to push an ideological agenda, or in a hundred other ways to leverage or monetize people's suffering. To do so is evil. For disciples of Jesus, this ongoing crisis is instead a chance to care for the poor, to love our neighbors, and to sacrifice for the common good. It's time for us to be children of the light, light that produces every kind of goodness and truth.